welcome to this fourth episode of Merchants Talks. Today we focus on mental health. To caveat this podcast, we would like to say that while we offer suggestions and tips to help with one's mental health, we are by no means mental health professionals. Should you feel you are suffering from poor mental health, please do seek help from your GP or other trained professional. Hello and welcome to this fourth episode of Merchants Talks. Today we are going to focus on mental health, it's a topic which is uh, very much at the forefront of education. Um, and with me I've got two colleagues, we've got uh, Miss, Miss Tara back, back with us again. Uh, and we've also been uh, privileged to join, being joined by uh, the Deputy Head of Pastoral, uh, Mr Williams. Um, so we're going to start just by giving a you know a generic definition really uh, of what mental health is and, and why is it important. I'm going to ask uh, ask Mr. Williams that question. Uh, I think positive mental health is about uh, us being in control of our emotions, having positive uh, emotions, um, and that is important in, in in the broader sense because it allows us to to function properly as human beings. We can be comfortable with ourselves, we can be comfortable with perhaps some stressful situations when they arise and we've got mechanisms for coping with that. But they also allow us, having good positive emotions and positive mental health allows us to interact with our friends, with our colleagues, with our family um, in a productive social way. Um, so that, that's how I see uh, mental health and, and, and the importance of it. Yeah, I think it's... Uh it should be viewed as important as one's one's physical health as well. Um, yeah. You know, we're very good at looking after our bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, going to the gym, yeah. Uh, yeah. going for a run or whatever. Uh, but I suppose looking after your mental health is a little bit less. Uh, I suppose it's less easy to to really exercise. That, I suppose mm-hmm. it's, it's not as simple as just going to a gym yeah. and, and mm-hmm. blowing off some steam. But it is about realizing that we can have problems with our mental mm-hmm. health. Perhaps we can discuss some of the things that might tip us off yeah. to symptoms, if you like, mm-hmm. uh, of poor mental health. And then I think it's really important to be positive in outlook about that because just like a physical injury or a little bit of physical unfitness, there are things that you can do to improve that situation. Um, and, and hopefully we'll come on to that. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, obviously working in a, in a boys' school, it's been a topic probably that uh, boys aren't very good at uh, addressing is their own mental health and, and I suppose asking for help where, when it's needed. Yeah. Um, uh, what's your sort of experience with, with that, Mr. Tyler? Yeah, so just linking to what Mr. Williams said about how we understand mental health and some of the conversations I've had with boys at the start of the year was that what is mental health and some of the answers were, well, I don't have mental health, um, I'm okay. But mental health, we all have mental health. Mm. It's, as Mr. Williams said, it's how we kind of manage our emotions and how we think and feel about things and I suppose this perspective we have about ourselves and, and the world around us. So I guess that links quite well to the podcast we did on failure and how we, you know, view things and, and that can affect our, our mental health. You know, we can feel maybe quite stressed about something or overwhelmed. Um, and I think mental health is how you kind of understand your own emotions and f- finding ways of asking for help when you need it. I think that's the most important thing and something we can discuss is if you know those signs where can you go to ask for help and how can you get that from other people yeah absolutely then there are lots of things that feed into somebody's mental health as well and Mm. i mean going back to going back to what you said about about the signs Mm. and the the symptoms uh again if we relate that to physical health you you know if you've uh if you've tweaked a muscle you've got got a pain in pain in your leg let's say um 
what might be some indicators of somebody who is maybe suffering poor mental health and maybe they don't even know they are i don't know if it, you know it's, it's quite quite plausible that somebody could be um you know suffering mm. poor mental health and 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 really sort of not attributing it to yeah. to that what what might be some of the the things that people may need to look out for perhaps your your mood's changing quite a lot you've noticed that you feel differently maybe in a situation where you normally feel quite positive um, or you might feel, you know, instead of being quite calm and happy, maybe quite withdrawn from other people. Maybe you don't enjoy things that you used to. Mm. I think sometimes it might be passed off as, oh, I'm just feeling a bit tired, but tiredness and sleep is another, you know, sign that you are struggling with, with something. Mm. Um, and I think the time we spend with boys talking about the signs is probably the most important thing, so they can look at themselves and say, oh, maybe my mood has changed. Mm. You know, I do need to ask for help. Um, and that is a sign. Because I know that I've been told that's something I should look out for. Yeah. Um, yeah. So something that from Mark Roberts's book, um, Boys Don't Try, which strongly recommend for parents to, you know, to look at for understanding mm. how to talk to boys, particularly about, you know, about mental health. Um, and there's something interesting here about um, Mark Roberts mentions. I never would have believed that this person would have that that mental health, you know, problem or a struggle that they're having. And I think that idea it can happen to any of us is really important, mm. you know, to stress. Yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah, it, it's the fact that it's now come coming to the forefront of, mm. of people's minds and things. And um, I know Mr. Williams has has been teaching a little bit longer than 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 you or I. Mm. Um, has anything changed? Do you think in education in the past? I won't say how many years because that would give your age away. But um, <laughs> the, the past few few years, with, with I suppose when you entered teaching, it, it was imagine it would have been a totally different ballgame. Well, even if I go back a little bit further and think about my own childhood and my own mm. student days, I'm sure that me and my friends at school, mm. at some stage, suffered with poor mental yeah. health. And we would have been, that would have been recognised, there would have been um, strategies in place to support us with that, mm. if that was happening now. So I think uh, good and bad mental health has been something that has been affecting humans, intelligent humans, for, mm. uh, for, for, for generations and generations. Um, I think you, you asked about what has changed in education since, since mm. I certainly started working in it. Um, absolutely um, a focus on teachers other adults that work with mm. children, being aware of the signs of poor mental health, mm. being open-minded to the fact that the young people that you work with are likely to suffer mm. at some stage with some form of poor mental health, and actually giving them the training or having support networks in place at school, like our mental health first aiders that we have here at Merchants, for example, to be able to support. Mm. The other thing I would say that has changed enormously I think there's still a bit of a way to go on this, is the removal of negative stigma around mm. people that admit to having yeah. or reach out for help with uh, poor mental health. Um, clearly, there are some very serious mental health conditions, some, some diagnosed clinical mental health conditions like depression and so on. Mm. Um, and obviously there, there is professional support available to people who might be suffering with those diagnosed conditions. I think as educators, we need to be really aware, and parents, we need to be really aware of the fact that the young people that we live with, the young people that we work with in school, um, are likely to show much lower levels of poor mental health that are curable, that are mm. reversible, that can be supported yeah. at that early stage. 
Mm. Um, and I think that is something that is very, you, you mentioned it as being at the forefront of education a moment ago, and I think that's absolutely right. And that's something that has changed markedly uh, in the 30 odd years that I've been, I've been doing this. Yeah. For me, um, if we relate back to, back to the students that we're, that we're teaching, um, sleep is a, is a huge contributory factor mm. to yeah. positive mental health, good mental health, mm. and also negative. And, uh, you know, conversations I've had with boys and saying, you look pretty tired today, how many hours sleep? Oh, yeah. I just, just had a couple of hours last night. And that that is not a sustainable thing to, to go, mm. to, to, to happen. So, you know, in terms of in terms of sleep, you know, we always say eight, eight nine hours yeah. probably mm. for for, yeah. a, mm. for a teenage boy yeah. uh, to get um you know the developing brain is just needs that and mm. if it doesn't get that then it, it will yeah. it will lead to long-term effects mm. um that links in quite nicely with uh with gaming yeah. the, yeah. the, mm -hmm. the, the modern modern plight of, uh, of parents um in terms of gaming uh it can it can be obviously addictive uh, a, you know, a lot of boys yeah. will class themselves as, as gaming yeah. addicts, and yeah. and um, it it can have positive effects. Gaming, mm -hmm. I'm sure. I'm yeah. not I'm not a gamer myself, but it, it can have positive effects. But in terms of the negative effects, what do you think? Mm -hmm. What are some sort of things that that would contribute to a student having a, a poor mental health because of gaming? We think. I think sometimes the content of some of the games that are played, you know, if it's quite violent in nature or, you know, it's something which you may, it's quite overactive in your mind when you're going to sleep, then that can maybe interfere with your, the way in which you can rest and your body can, can relax. If your mind is oh so overactive, especially I think the content of the games that yeah, the boys play. Violent sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the very yeah. nature of the games. It involves detachment from yeah, reali yeah. reality. Yeah. You know, you are playing a character. Right, you are, yeah. you know, uh, uh, playing mm. a particular role uh, in that game. Mm. And in some cases, and in moderation, perhaps that can be a good thing. Mm. It can be a yeah. little bit of a distraction from some of the other stresses uh, and strains of, of daily mm. life. But it's where you mentioned addiction. It's where that becomes the reason for you yeah. being awake. <laughs> during the yeah. day is mm -hmm. I have to gain, I've got to uh, get to a higher level, yeah. I've got to uh, get to the next um, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, token or whatever mm -hmm. it might be, yeah. um, that it can, that can, mm -hmm. it can become so detaching from reality that then you have problems dealing with reality when you face yeah. it uh, uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. Um, so, um, For uh, many, it's a social yeah. activity as well, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the, yeah. the sort of the yeah. past yeah. 10 mm -hmm. years or so of... Mm -hmm. The, the social gaming, the the networking with friends. You know, you're with your friends all day. You then go home mm. and you interact with them in an online environment. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's something yeah. being able to switch off between. Yeah, between the two. And certainly during lockdown, I'm sure that kind mm. of social contact uh, was really, really yeah. important because we weren't able to 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 see each other in person. Yeah. Um, but again, I would just go back to the fact mm. that yes, you are engaging, you are socialising but in a completely artificial yes. world. Yeah. Um, and the things that you might do, the ways in which you might interact mm. with your friends, the things that you might say, are very, very yeah. different to the way that you would ordinarily interact. Yeah. And sometimes there's a, there's a bit of a disconnect yeah. between yes. those two, um, yeah. two yeah. halves. There's, um, I, always tell, I always speak to parents who are having issues with, with, mm. with their son's gaming, you know, and they ask for you know, strategies to put in place, and uh, mm. it's, it seems like it's a, it's a constant battle between parents and, and children in yeah. terms of the amount of game time. Um, recommendations, certainly from, from me, would be obviously to, to not um, 
uh, to not totally ban it because it yeah like we said it can be a release for for students mm -hmm. but you know to put some time frames on that mm -hmm. to put some parameters in in place for 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 the sons yeah. um, to to do it really I think uh, yeah it, it is an important outlook for for many boys but it's it's trying to uh, prevent the crossover into into addiction really yeah. um, so. Uh, it is obviously a stress relief and, and boys that we're, are going through currently GCSE A-level preparations are going to be a, a heightened sense of stress. Um, what are some ways then that boys could get, you know, rolling into the Easter holidays maybe where they're going to be revising for, for five, six hours a day? Um, how can they sort of go ahead and relieve stress? What are some sort of ways that that can be, be alleviated? I think sport a lot. Of, I know boys in my year 11 class who you know, a lot of them play rugby and they, they tell me that it's a way of, you know, releasing any of that energy or frustration they have. Um, and gaming perhaps is not the best way to, um, to do that if they can go out and get some fresh air. And, you know, I think having a, a revision timetable would underpin that. Um, I would stress that to the boys in my year 11 English class um, who I've spoken profusely about this, um, that you need to have a sense of what you're going to do. Otherwise, you, you may find yourself feeling quite overwhelmed and you won't be able to manage your mental health in that respect um, so I think doing things which you you enjoy but for an appropriate amount of time so you're not spending four hours a day gaming and two mm. hours rising um, but I think that comes back to having a sense of structure a around plan. your day yeah, yeah yes. absolutely and without, I think without that you know you may have a tendency to say I'll just do another hour you know I feel like I need to just mm. spend a bit more time mm. and it kind of carries on um, and I think a lot of it you know comes down to trying to step back and recognise it and I try and tell the boys to have a sense of perspective you know this is not forever you need to sit down and put it to one side don't have that detachment from reality as, as you mentioned <coughs> Mr Williams mm. I think that separation from revision is important but in such a way that you know they're able to say okay I've had some time away from revision I need to come back to it now mm. and you know channel the energy in some other way um, that's perhaps more productive yeah I mean it is a very, or it can be, mm. a very stressful time of year yeah. right now, particularly boys mm. in year 11, year 13, um, facing external examinations, yeah. um, mm -hmm. particularly for our year 13 students, for the very first time, yeah. because two years ago um, they didn't have formal uh, externally assessed GCSEs, yeah. so that just potentially could add mm. to the stress. I completely agree with you, Ms. Tara, about organisation and mm. planning, um, because uh, that will in the first instance, remove some of the mm. potential anxiety yes. that could very well exist around, mm. oh my goodness, am I going to yeah. get all of this done? Is there yeah. enough time left? Mm. And I think if you take a little bit of time to plan your Easter holidays yeah. and the weeks running up mm -hmm. to exam leave, that mm. will help to reduce levels of stress and anxiety around the whole yeah. uh, revision process. Yeah. Having a plan is one thing, mm. sticking to it is another, of yeah. course, and you talked about yeah. that discipline of maybe not going yeah. over, yeah. but maybe... Mm one or two might need a little bit of a reminder that they might need to stick to the length of time that they have planned and not go under the, yeah. uh, the amount of time. Um, so yeah. taking a little bit of time to plan and uh, mm. carefully and then sticking to it. The good thing about having a plan, mm. of course, is that you can plan all of those other things yeah. that you should be doing to maintain your mental health. Yeah. So socialising with friends and mm. family over the holidays, that little bit of yeah. exercise or gaming or mm. whatever it might be. Yeah. And if it's in your plan, the two hours that you mm. play Clash of Clans or mm. Call of Duty or whatever it is you're playing, yeah. you can do so with a clean conscience mm. because you're not worrying about the revision that you should be doing. Yeah. 
So I think the plan is, uh, is absolutely essential. With regards to um, reducing the stress mm. again uh, over, the, over that coming period, um, I think it's very, very important to do things that will actively relax you. That might yeah. sound a little bit oxymoronic, but actively take steps to mm. uh, perform tasks, to do things that will absolutely relax you. We come back mm. to sleep, of course, yeah. um, but maybe you know, some, some breathing exercises, a little bit of exercise and then some rest yeah. later, um, a, a nice soak in a warm bath or whatever it might be that will, you know, that might be a little bit different to what you have done in the past. But I think it's very important mm. to put those in, to look for those sorts yeah. of opportunities for, I'm going to call it, active mm. relaxation. Yeah. If students are feeling like this, their mental health is suffering, um, whether that's you know over the Easter holidays or just when that when they're in school, what what the sort of things that they could do? Who, what where could we you know where can we signpost students to uh, to to come and talk about these these things? Uh, I mean, top of my head, obviously that we've got uh, trained staff in school. Mm. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be somebody who's mentally a mental health first aid trained. Uh, it could be a member of staff that the student feels mm. feels comfortable with, that feels they've got a good relationship with. Um, it might be that you know the that our student needs a little bit more assistance. Um, you know, we do have school counsellors here, which who, who are excellent, um, but. It, Let's say in the middle of the school holidays, what are sort of the sort of things that that the students could maybe uh, do? Where, where could they go if they were sort of feeling feeling like it would become a bit too much? Uh, you're absolutely right in that. If 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 one of our students is feeling that level of stress or is mm. saying to themselves, perhaps I'm having some issues with their mental health, the first thing that they've got to do is to be confident enough to talk to somebody yeah. about yeah. it. And, and, and you're right, it doesn't have to be mm. a mental health trained professional or somebody who is trained in first mental health first aid. Mm. Um, simply getting a lot of those things off your chest yeah. will help to remove the stress mm. that comes from thinking that you have to deal with this yeah. alone. Mm. And it can be quite an isolating feeling when mm. you've got poor mental health. It can almost feel that there's nobody that yeah. will understand how I'm feeling. Nobody mm. will get this. Yeah. Um, and, and I think most people will find that most people will get it mm. uh, if they just take that step uh, and open up. So yeah. talk to friends, talk to family, talk to parents, yeah. talk to other trusted adults mm. with whom they may have contact over the, over the Easter holidays. Um, there are other external services, of course, that uh, boys mm. can access um, uh, away from the school um, uh, organisation, um, if you like. Um, so there are some excellent websites that they might be able to read to give them some advice. Uh, Young Minds is somewhere where I would be, would, mm. where I would be uh, directing them uh, uh, straight away. Also the Mental Health First Aid England um, uh, website. Um, and for specific, shall we say, in the moment, almost sort of crisis management, uh, if things get too, um, uh, too bad, um, I would always encourage uh, boys to pick up the phone or get online and, uh, and talk to somebody, for example, at Childline. Yeah. Um, their Childline mm. counsellors are there 24 hours a day um, and they they are trained to help. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, uh, hopefully there's some of the stuff that we've, we've talked about today um, will, will help 
you know, students and parents understand a little bit more. You know, three of us are by no means uh, mental health professionals at all. You know, we're, we're just you know three people that have had experience with mm-hmm. with mental health issues in school. Um, and you know, we, we could we could do a whole podcast series on um, on on different mental health conditions. Yeah. But uh, you know, the purpose of these these conversations mm-hmm. that we have is to to help the to help the here and now. And if if you know a couple of things that we've mentioned mm-hmm. just just go some way to to help uh, boys and parents, you know, over the over the coming months. And then you know, it's been absolutely worth it. So uh, yeah. so thank you both for for contributions there. And uh, yeah, as I say, hopefully if 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 anybody if any boys are wanting to chat or any parents are wanting to mm-hmm. um, talk to us in any more detail please do you know just drop drop yeah. an email and, and uh, you know we're, we'll, we'll get back to you as soon as possible uh, but but thank you again for uh, for contributions and uh, yeah we'll leave it there